Hello, I'm Lady Bat. And I'm Joseph. And this is The Hate We Give. And this is going to be our last and final episode. In today's episode, we will be talking about the ending of the book, the theme, the mood and tone, the structure, and the dilemma, and of course, our opinions about the book, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. We all know that throughout the story, Star was having a hard time finding her voice to tell the truth and to be heard. She slowly acknowledges that she should speak her truth with her side of the story and fight her fears on live national TV. Like, live national TV, Jesus Christ. She wouldn't have done this without the support of her family and her attorney, Miss Ofra, who was with her throughout the story. Yeah. When she did, though, justice for Khalil's death was still not given. Even though she was talking about it on live TV. Yeah, no one, no one really, like, they, they listened, but I don't think they really listened. Like, they didn't yeah. take it to heart. Um, because of this, people began to protest with anger, and so did Star. Yeah, like Twitter. Like, they, they really mentioned Twitter. It was yeah. weird. And everybody was posting everything on Tumblr. Oh, yeah. They were posting, like, uh, uh, F the police. I don't want to say it. <laughs> She finally let her voice be heard with action. She yelled at cops, yelled at her people while protesting, and she threw a smoke grenade at the policeman when they threw it at her people. Okay, that, that's awesome. Yeah. She finally expressed her emotions, and a news reporter captured it all. Um, and she even made it to the headlines in the newspaper because of that. Um, she finally also accepted her white boyfriend, dumped her racist white friend, and she now knows that she will always stand up for her community and learn that no matter I mean, what, her voice is powerful and it matters. I mean, she didn't really... I mean, she, she accepted him. She just let him in. Yeah. Yeah. They talked together to comprehend what was going on. Yeah. And close the boundaries of what was between them. Yeah, because that was like the final step. Well, that, yeah, that was literally the final step for like bridging the two versions of her into... One. Just star. Yeah. Angie Thomas incorporates in a, a theme throughout this entire book. She, it's about the need for minorities and those oppressed in society to stand up and fight for the things they know is right and the things they know is wrong. Justice and against just racism in overall. This theme helps um, people understand that. Um, we should be woke and aware of what's happening in our society, not to just um, one community, but many. And yeah, we should just be mindful of all. Of yeah, them. and don't assume. I yeah. mean, like just because he looked like a drug dealer and was a drug dealer doesn't mean he is a drug dealer. So when you read this book, it, it's it is going to give you different feelings. Um, in the beginning, when Kelly dies, you'll feel lots of, uh, you'll feel lots of, a sense of feeling of loss, and, I mean, he does die very early, and he did literally just die in front of, um, Star. Star, yeah, and was, he, he didn't, he wasn't killed for literally any reason, um, and so you'll feel, what is that feeling, um, Loss. I don't know what the feeling. I don't know what you call that. Grief. Grief, injustice, maybe like because he did, was done wrong. Like 
There is something wrong with that. Um, in the middle of the book, you feel a lot of mixed feelings because you, because you're gonna feel exactly how Star feels, because you know how Star feels. It's because she's being author, torn apart by her communities. The author includes her thoughts and her. Feelings. Yeah. Um, and in the end, you there's a lot of her fighting back and. It does feel pretty good at the end. The ending itself is a little bit iffy, just personally for me. But it's pretty good. So, the feeling you... There's a tone of this book. I'm just going to say that, right? There's a, the tone of this book when Angie is writing this feels like... Well, in the beginning, she it feels like she's trying to give us awareness of how racism can affect the youth and destroy um, people's innocence like how Star literally saw two of her friends die and then in the middle of the part of the book she talks about well in the rest of the book actually it's about how one needs to stand up to, if something is wrong stand up if something to fight back um, in the end, um, Angie Thomas sounded hopeful for minorities to stick up together and to fight to end racism and speak up for themselves. Because in the end, when Star and her family wanted to rebuild the their the, shop, their yeah, because it burned after, down. Yeah, because King burned it down. Yeah. Um, it it's like uh, it's like um, hmm? it's, wait, it's, it's a sense of unity. Well, not really. It's like a sense of rebirth, because because they're gonna rebuild it. Yeah. It's like a yeah. When they said they were gonna rebuild a shop, it's like a second chance for them to recuperate after the damages that were made, and after Khalil's injustice death. Yeah, I also took it as another uh, example of her theme, where like you have to stand up together. Because in the end, um, King was about to get away with burning his shop, but. Literally everybody snitched on him, and it was the greatest moment ever. They were just together fighting against what technically, I mean, what technically was the root of the problem in the community, just yeah. King in general. Yeah, but in the end, they arrested him. Yeah, like he got hauled to jail. And that's like a way of like also recuperating. It's an, it's the tech, it's the real sense of justice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, how Angie structures this story is mainly chronologically. This happens, and then that happens, and then, then Cleo's death, and then what she does PTSD. To... Yeah. God. Um, and also cause and effect because of what happened to Khalil, everything was affected by it. Yeah, Khalil's death was the trigger, basically. Mm -hmm. And the story was organized as a narrative structure. Yeah, like, it's in the point of view of Star. Yeah. The book and plot was presented to the reader in the narrative's star, order, and manner. The story included five elements that met the requirements of a narrative structure, which were um, the characters, the setting, the, the plot, the conflict, and the resolution. So the characters would be mainly Star, his, her dad. Um, his mom. Her mom. <laughs> yeah, her mom. 
Uncle Carlos. Car- who? Uncle Carlos. Oh, Uncle Carlos. Um, Miss Oprah. Chris. 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 Yeah. And Khalil. Yeah. The elements of the structure kept and the story. And 150. Yeah. Yeah, 115. Um, the what? What's after? The elements of his structure kept the story running smoothly, and it allowed the action to develop in a logical way that the reader can follow. That the reader can follow. Um, the dilemma was introduced when the main character was introduced. When the main character was introduced at the setting of a party, she experienced a traumatic event of her best friend Khalil getting killed by police. That reminds me. This characterization in this book is amazing. Like you get how star X immediately the moment you meet her. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just had that that. The dilemma was that he was killed because of stereotyping and was not received justice for it. The character Khalil, Kenya, and Devante, the main characters, were all introduced at the party as well. To some, Khalil was seen as a drug dealer, thug, and a gangbanger, but later on in the story, he was described as a nice person who was just taking care for it taking care of his family and would have done just about anything to keep them going forward he's doing a bad thing for the good re- for a good reason yeah kenya was also introduced um at the party as um star's stepsister who was being a bad influence on star later on though kenya began to be distant from star because she didn't accept the fact that they share a brother seven and that star hasn't told the truth um yeah they didn't she didn't tell the truth in the beginning because, uh... She was afraid? Yeah, she was afraid of her family's safety and, uh, like, how it would destroy her school life. Devante was also introduced, um, in the, at the party as a guy Kenya liked. And he was described as a drug dealer who wanted to get out of a gang and who Star and her family helped him to do so. Maverick, Star's dad, was introduced when she talked about, um... As like when she was young, she a the, talk about what it do when she is encountered by a police. Yeah, police officer. And thinking about it right now, Devante is kind of like um the another Khalil, but like not dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like a Khalil version of him getting a second chance. Yeah, he's like he's like Khalil, but getting a second chance. Yeah. He was described as an ex-drug dealer who went to prison as a way to get out of the gang when he was expecting to have children. Um, King Leno. Yeah. Yeah. He was characterized and seemed as a protective father who just looked out for his community, neighborhood, and family. He was also a real and supportive star. Um, Uncle Carlos was introduced when he visited Star after the death of Khalil. He wanted her to speak up and was described as a father-like figure supporting Star on the police station since he was a cop. Um, he was generous to support Star and her family whenever they needed a place to stay safe. Chris was introduced in the party when he was texting Star to make sure she was alright. It was then later revealed at the party that um, he was her white boyfriend. <laughs> he was trying to be more involved in Star's life since she always hid yeah. her other side of her yeah. from him. Because of this, he didn't succeed, but, um... Or he eventually succeeded. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, he succeeded when he found out about what happened. In the interview. Yeah. And he tried to be supportive and comprehensive about it. 
Maya was introduced as Star's white best friend, who at times was racist to her and her other friend. She was totally not supportive of Star after Khalil's death, even though she did not know that Khalil was her friend. I mean, even though, especially, because yeah. she didn't know. Miss um, Ofra was then introduced as her attorney. She was the one who made it possible for Star to tell her side of the story on national television. Um, each character affected Star positively or negatively in the plot of the book. Negatively. <laughs> without Kenya's subtle pressure to make her speak up, without the support of Devante, Chris, and Seven, without the protection and support of her mom, dad, and Uncle Carlos, without the racist comments and opinions from Maya, and without the help of Miss Oprah, Star would have never told her side of the story and tell the truth. Well, effectively put together. Preach. <laughs> um. I love how the author reveals the narrative's thoughts and emotion. And you can also, we don't get too much information on the cop, 115, um, but we do know that he was actually affected by killing Kyle. Angie added um, the detail that he was on the corner with his face, in Hanson's face, so he was affected because he did know. And they said he took out his hairbrush because yeah. he's like, oh no, don't. Like, he did know now that he killed a kid over a, a hairbrush. Yeah. And, come on, killing someone has to affect you like that. Especially a young kid. So what do you think of the book? Um, well, I personally love the book because it was well-written. This is a story that many minorities can relate to and feel hopeful about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, book, the book didn't um, cut out any violent scenes because it was obvious that by showing the, the reader's honest portrayals of real-life events, people would wake up. Yeah. Um, I love how Star found her voice. Um, and this book shows the challenges of a divided country. The activism in the story is vivid and woke on when the black community came together to fight for justice. And not only did um, African Americans protest it, there were other people around the country who stood with them. This showed how if we stand together, we can live in a place in unity. I wouldn't change anything in the book. I wish he would have added also the other side of um, his his story. Like, yeah. like honestly, if this ever happened to me, I would just want to know why, yeah. and I would have been fine. Like, I don't actually, I don't actually know what I would have done in this situation because it hasn't happened. I don't think I can ever comprehend that. Mm -hmm. But the fact that this is being portrayed in a book like this gives us a lot of insight. And I love this book. This is an amazing book. Recommend. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm Lena Bet. And I'm Joseph. And hey. we are The Hate We Give. Hopefully this made you want to read the book or watch the movie. Read it. Just just read it. Just, <laughs> that's it. Just read it.